Oh my God, hi. Oh my God, hi. I'm Dave Holmes. Welcome to Troubled Waters, the show that treats popular culture as the most important kind of culture because, well, frankly, it's the culture that most of us feel like we're right about. And are we wrong? No. To this end, Troubled Waters pits a pair of entertainers against each other in a pop culture battle to the ego death. To win this battle, each guest will be called upon to use their, their intelligence, their rhetorical flair, the, the great comebacks they've been saving in their notes app for the last several years to earn the coveted title Pundit Emeritus, which will automatically give their opinion on which WGA strike location has the funniest picket signs, more weight than a civilian's. You are listening to Troubled Waters. Guests, our first contestant, hosts the podcast We Watch Wrestling and Watch It. Which, by the way, when I first read that, I I didn't I didn't see podcasts, and I just thought it was one long title. And I was like, they really watch wrestling. We watch wrestling and watch it. And I was like, okay, we get it. Anyway, it is the VHS TikTok man himself, Matt McCarthy. Welcome, Matt. Well, hello there. Greetings, friends. How are you? You know what? I'm good. Great. How, How are you? I'm doing okay. I'm doing okay. VHS TikTok, please explain. Oh man, you know, when the lockdown happened and everybody went on TikTok, uh, I was like, ah. I saw the reality of uh, I'm not going to do a one person sketch every single day. I just didn't have it in me. So I was like, well, I got this big movie collection. Why don't I make it easy on myself and just yeah. show people a video in the movie collection? And it's turned out to be a wonderful little adventure. I love that. Yeah. I love that. Okay. What uh, what was an unexpected hit from the collection? Well, my favorite thing to collect is, you know, used blanks, things that have been taped off of TV or I don't know what. Oh, boy. And, and, and anything without a label, that's really oh, that's exciting. Old. It's a little oh, treasure that's... hunt. Like yes. what, what, what's on it? Yeah. And I put in one once and it just said so-and-so, you know, wedding. And I was like. All right, you know, I don't know how I wound up with somebody's wedding video, but let's let's at least honor their memory. And mm. I put it in, uh, and it was a dog wedding. People <gasps> were marrying a pair of beagles in a backyard somewhere in oh. the valley. Wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. So we we truly don't know what's gonna be on these tapes. Oh my god, how exciting. Where do you find them? You know, yard sales, estate sales, sure. thrift stores. You know, just sure. go on eBay. You can buy a box and they're just sold wow. as used blanks. And it's just, it's very exciting. Like, for example, I have a seven-year-old son. He was very excited to watch the movie Aliens. And I was uh -huh. like, all right, well, you know, it's it's more of an action movie, less of a horror movie like the first one. But uh, but they say the F word about 80 times. And so right. I went on a mission to try to find an edited for TV version. And I took a took a chance i saw a you know tape that was on ebay and the lab one of the labels just said aliens and i was like there's half a chance and sure enough right. i scored it was the cbs sunday night movie sometime in the late 80s and it had all the commercials in it and stuff too and i was just like buddy we're gonna watch aliens tonight and he's like whoa i'm gonna watch 
aliens and it doesn't have a lot of f words in it like that was his that's so exciting yeah i'm yeah. excited for that kid yeah oh man okay well this is this is great i'm yeah, I'm going to be following you on TikTok. You are going to make me actually use TikTok. <laughs> Welcome, Matt McCarthy. Our second contestant host, Dr. Game Show with Joe Firestone right here on Maximum Fun. It's Manolo Moreno. Hello, Manolo. How are you? Hey, Dave. I'm fine. Okay, uh, I'm not convinced. I'm, I'm great. Okay. All right. Um, Guess what? I what? just recently found out that uh, I am not ambidextrous, but I am cross-dominant. What does that mean? It's when you are handed on certain things, like right-handed at certain things and left-handed on other things, as opposed to ambidextrous, where you could do things with both hands. Do both things, all the things with all the hands. Okay. All right. How does this affect your life? Uh, I just don't need to explain it as much when people Mm -hmm. find out I'm left-handed, like, you know, like guitar and stuff, I'm like left-handed and people will be like, oh, you're left-handed. And then I try to explain that i'm sort of ambidextrous but then you know i but yeah so like sports i'm right-handed and then like art i'm left-handed or something i don't know i love it i love it what a what a fun <laughs> what a fun thing to learn you know yeah. in in like in, in in let's say midlife i'm assuming 30s yeah, let's say 30s. Let's say 30s. Yeah. It's fun. We're ne- we're never finished learning about ourselves, are we? Of course, yeah. That's exactly right. Okay, now we have met our players. My dog is barking, and it is time to find out who has the better grasp of what really matters this week in the world of popular culture. So players, if you're ready, you will each be given a chance to tell me what you think is the most important or possibly tragically overlooked story or person or event of the past week or two. Matt, we'll start with you. Uh, I went with uh, Willie Nelson's 90th birthday concert celebration. Um, There was several guests of note that showed up. Um, Did you go? Did I go? Yeah. Oh, oh, did I go to the concert? I thought... I thought you asked if I took my turn. I was like, oh, I thought it was. Gonna- <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Did you get up there? <laughs> Did yeah. you get up there with a fiddle? No, I didn't go. Uh, I went to fish a few weeks before at the Hollywood Bowl, and I was like, I can't, I can't go back to the bowl for a while, especially for like a big, you know, pot smoking event. Just the walk, because I don't, I don't par- I, I live in LA, and I really detest paying for parking, so I will. Like I'll, I'll park as far away as I have to and walk and, and not care. But the walk mm-hmm. from like Las Palmas all the way up to the bowl for fish, it's just a, a sea of nitrous vendors and they've all got these <laughs> goddamn balloons and it's just like jumbos, jumbos, ice cold fatties. And then the, the balloons pop and then the, the sound of the nitrous tanks is just a, it's just a, it's like a drill in your ear bit. And then mm-hmm. one dude, because these dummies, they don't realize that it, it freezes your brain. So if you don't lean against the wall before you do it, you're just going to go tumbling over. So you're one dude cracked down. his head open. The ambulance had to come. And I was just like, you know what? <laughs> Willie Nelson's going to be a little bit too much for me to handle. Exactly. Exactly. And you know he'll live to at least 100. So this is not, this well, is not your life. He said chance. it himself. He's like, you know, this new generation, they really need to think about what kind of world they're going to leave for him and Keith Richards someday. That's exactly <laughs> correct. It's exactly correct. Matt, playing for playing for Willie, 90-year-old Willie. Uh, all right, Manolo, how about you? 
Um, uh, yeah, I'm not good at it, but I did see a video of uh, Pete Davidson giving pizza to uh, WGA people. Does that count? Mm-hmm. It's yeah. from a. It was from Spumani, Spumanti, Spumani, the Spumati, pi- yeah. Spum- uh, pizza place yeah, yeah. from New York, which okay. reminded me that I've never went and that I probably should, I guess, because people sure. talk about it. I don't know. It's Pete Davidson approved. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's strike ready. What is your opinion on Pete Davidson? Am I supposed to have an opinion on him? Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. seems... Yeah, you uh, are. Yeah, you know, I'll force you to have an opinion. Uh, uh, good for him, you know, living yeah. living an uh, interesting life, you know. Yeah. Whether yeah. it's pizza or other celebrities, it's he's always with something hot. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> always with something piping hot. Piping and like, hot. I really, uh, it's Saturday Night Live has not been the same since he left. I really miss his characters, uh, Pete Davidson looking uncomfortable, mm-hmm. and uh, Pete Davidson looking uncomfortable. He bridged the gap for uh, generations of uh, SNL watchers. Exactly say. right. Yeah. Exactly right. And yet there's something sexy about him. God damn it. God damn it. <laughs> uh, all right. There you have it. Matt McCarthy is playing for Willie and Manolo Moreno. Playing for Pete. Famous okay. stoners of the world. <laughs> young and old. Willie versus Pete. Those are your buzzing words. Keep them ready as we move forward. Let us start the show with a round we are calling We're in Business. Now, you might have noticed recently, we are just deluged with corporate backstory biopics. We've had Tetris, about the story of how Tetris came to be. Air, about the story about uh, the Michael Jordan shoe. Uh, this month, the movie Blackberry comes out, which I think you, is, you know is about the Blackberry. Um, it, so this is what happens when the business people running the studios start to think, what about us? Who tells our story? Uh. Who lives? Who dies? Who tells our story? In this round... I have got a list of biopics, some movies, some TV series. I'm going to read them out. Some of them we made up, and they just, which only means they haven't been made yet. So you got to spot which ones are real and which ones are fake. If you think it's real, buzz in and say, we're in business. If you think we made it up, buzz in and say, nobody's business. Got it? Uh, bonus points for putting on a really big business voice and some period clothing. Can, uh, wait, okay. Is there an example yes. of a business voice? Um. I, I think it's really whatever that evokes in you. Okay, you know, okay. Be the judge. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Ah, all right. I'm Just not, you know, okay. think, think, uh, you know, think Succession. Think Joan Collins in a in a, in a Dynasty boardroom. Really, okay. you can take it any gotcha. way you like. Awesome. Uh, okay, number one, Flamin' Hot, an upcoming film about the Frito Lay janitor who claims he invented Flamin' Hot Cheetos. P. Willie. Oh, <laughs> Manolo got in. Uh. uh. We're in business, yeah. Okay, <laughs> is yeah. That one? Is that one? Yeah. I'm trying yeah, to do my like... succession impressions where, like, they're always, oh, like, yeah, well, they say, yeah. they're always sputtering around and then, like, tumbling over the words and then saying, yeah, at the end of the sentence. Yeah, yeah. That was very good. And, yeah, you're correct. It will be out later this year, Flame and Hot Will, and it will be the directorial debut of Eva Longoria. Hmm. How about that? It's just, okay. the, it's like the details pile up on each other with that one. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's really it's rich. It's rich with it is the a, it is a bingo card of detail. pop culture. Yeah, it absolutely is. Congratulations to everyone involved. Uh, number two, Joy, a movie about the woman who invented the miracle mop. Willie, Whoop, Matt. <laughs> oh, we're in business, kids. Woo! <laughs> and you're like, yeah, it's like an old family business. You struck Earl or something. Yeah. 
Um, really puffing on a cigar. Yeah, I heard big, that cigar. Big cigar. Let me explain mops to you, kid. <laughs> oh, boy. But yeah, no, that was a 2015 film starring Jennifer Lawrence as Joy Mangano, who invented the miracle mop, which I heard about uh, when the movie uh, was released. Uh, okay, number three, Big Beans, a movie about the man who invented the jelly belly, Jelly Bean. Uh, Willie. Willie. Nobody's business. Yep, that is correct. There is, however, a documentary about this person, and it is called Candyman, which is Ooh. weird because that's also a uh, terrifying horror film. Yeah. Uh, okay, number four, Clippy, an upcoming biopic about the people behind Microsoft Word's virtual assistant. Tracks the Pete. rise and fall. Ooh. Yep, Manola. Pete. Nobody's business, yeah? Yeah, wow, this is good. You're taking me deep into succession. I haven't seen was, it, but now I feel like I have. That's my shiv. Yeah, it's a good shiv. Uh, I, yes, that was correct. You made that one. Ep, you are tied to a piece as we move into number five, The Game Changers, a series about the team behind Grand Theft Auto. Willie. Yes, Matt. Uh, <laughs> we're, we're in business, kid. We're in business. We're in business. It yeah. starred Daniel Radcliffe and Bill Paxton. And it was on the BBC. Good mm. on ya. Okay. Uh, number six, VHS Betamax, an upcoming biopic about the videotape format war of the 70s and 80s. P. Yes, Manolo. Um, uh, uh, I mean, uh, we're, we're in business, yeah? Yeah. No, nobody's business. No. Uh, does not exist, but we are available to write it. See, uh, I, in my heart of hearts, I was like, there's no way that that's real because I would have heard about this and you surely have been a it. consultant. Oh, my God. Like, is the world not absolutely ready? I could ready? have sworn I saw a trailer so or something. Well, you didn't. Uh, Your brain is lying to it's you. Just a dream. Number seven, Spinning Gold, a movie about Neil Bogart, the founder of Casablanca Records. Mm, Pete? Uh, Manolo. Um, uh, nobody's business, yeah? No, that's a real movie. It came out this calendar year. Uh, I give up. Uh, and it came this calendar year, and it went this calendar year. Uh, number eight, We Crashed, a 2022 series about the founders of the co-working company, WeWork. Oh, Willie. Yes. <laughs> Matt. We're in business. We are gruffly in business. It was on Apple TV. It starred Anne Hathaway and Jared Leto in a cat costume. Uh, number nine, what? Brain Freeze, a series about 7-Eleven's acquisition and promotion of the Slurpee. Oh, Willie. Yes, Matt? Nobody's business. Oh, you were kind of giving a Santa Claus effect there. He's a businessman of sorts. And you're correct. Nobody's business. That is not real. But again, it is only a matter of time. At the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Uh, Matt's got five. And Pete's got two. Willie? As in life, it's just a little bit ahead of Pete Davidson. As we move into round two, round we are calling Writing Wrongs, W-R-I-T-I-N-G, Wrongs. The WGA's writer's strike is, as you know, underway. We wanted to show our support. Maximum Fun is a soon-to-be employee-owned company here at Troubled Waters. We are staunchly pro-union. So to show our solidarity, we decided to do something we do not do enough, and we put together a round all about those unsung heroes of Hollywood, the writers. Writers very often do not get the credit they deserve. It's fair to say writers are the best and coolest members of society. 
It says that in my script, which was written by our writers. Here are a bunch of questions about writers and writing. Uh, they will be asked to you in turn. Matt McCarthy, you're up first. Which of these movies did Carrie Fisher not do script doctor work on? A, The Wedding Singer, B, Hook, C, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, or D, Ocean's 13? Um, I don't think Carrie Fisher was involved with The Wedding Singer. Incorrect. It was Ocean's 13. She stopped doing mm. uh, script doctor work in the early aughts because she was tired of being asked to give script notes to apply for the job, and then the studios just took her notes uh, and used them and didn't pay her, which if you they can do that to Carrie Fisher... They can do that to you. Nightmare. Uh, Number two. Uh, This is for you, Manolo. All right. Charlie Kaufman, the writer of movies such as Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, being John Malkovich, did two weeks of punch-up work on which animated sequel? A, Shrek 2. B, Kung Fu Panda 2. C, Cinderella, Dreams Come True. Or D, Frozen 2. Um, I'll say Cinderella. Incorrect, it was Kung Fu Panda 2. Kung Fu Panda 2 has that unmistakable Charlie Kaufman touch. <laughs> Go back and look, which you won't. Uh, number three, this is for you, Matt. How many screenwriters are reported to have worked on the 1994 live-action Flintstones movie? A, three. B, between 16 and 19. Or C, between 32 and 35. Oh, my God. Uh, I'm going to go with B, 16 to 19. Incorrect. It was C, between 32 and 35. We can't know for sure. There's no way of knowing. Oh, my Our God. instruments cannot pick up how many. Is that why it was so good? That's why it was so terrific and why we talk about it every single day. Yeah. Uh, number four, Manolo. What is the most up-to-date edition of the screenwriting software Final Draft? A, 12. B, 13. C, 14. Or D, 11. Uh, 13? Oh, incorrect. It's 12. It's 12. Okay. Matt McCarthy, back to you. Which of these romantic comedies was not written by Nora Ephron? Was it A, When Harry Met Sally, B, You've Got Mail, C, Sleepless in Seattle, or D, While You Were Sleeping? D, While You Were Sleeping. Ooh, confidently and correctly. Yes. Mm. That was written by uh, Daniel G. Sullivan and Frederick LeBeau. Uh, I wonder if he's related to Art LeBeau. Mm, Rest in peace, Art LeBeau. Uh, number six, Manolo. Which 90s teen movie did M. Night Shyamalan reportedly do a rewrite on? A, She's All That. B, Clueless. C, American Pie. Or D, American Pie 2. I'm going to say She's All That. Oh, my God. Was you I right? Are. Yeah, you're absolutely correct. Hey. Freddie Prinze Jr., Rachel Lee Cook. What was the, uh, what was the twist? Um... Uh, it turns it, out she wasn't all that. Yeah, that's a whole thing. She was not all that the whole time. Yeah. There are clues if you look. There are clues. Uh, okay, number seven, Matt McCarthy. This is a question on studio notes. The studio note, do we have to have so much math, was reportedly given by a studio executive to the screenwriters of which film? A, Goodwill Hunting. B, Hidden Figures. C, Armageddon. Or D, Pie. Uh... I'm going to think it was Goodwill Hunting. Oh, incorrect. It was Hidden Figures. Movie about three African-American female mathematicians. Damn it. Worked at NASA during the space race. It was written by Alison Schroeder and Theodore Melfi. 
Hats off to you for not taking that note. Uh, number eight, Manolo, which movie won best original screenplay at this year's Oscars? Was it A, Everything Everywhere All at Once, B, The Fablemans, C, The Banshees of Inisherin, or D, Tar? Um, everything Everywhere All at Once? Everything Everywhere All at Once, written by its directors, Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinert. Well done. By the way, the uh, uh, he didn't write it, but the director of Tar, Todd Field, who is also a screenwriter and an actor, uh, invented Big League Chew when he was like 13 what? years old. That's my favorite fun fact about Tom, Todd Field. He has nothing to do with anything that's really happening here. I just why like doesn't he it. do that movie? What? I know. I that's a probably a really good movie. It's probably right? a really good movie. That's and it's just him the, sitting in his bedroom going, <laughs> "I wish I had a big like, sack of gum." <laughs> yeah, a big sack of loose gum. Like Shredded my jaw. It was revolutionary when it came out, though. I was there. Mm. Uh, at the end of that round, the scores are as follows. Really, still out in the lead by not as much. He's got six. Pete Davidson uh, and Manolo have four. We're going to take a little break. We'll be right back with more Troubled Waters. The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Diablo 4. Final Fantasy 16. Street Fighter 6. Baldur's Gate 3. Starfield. Spider-Man 2. Master Detective Archives Raincoat for Nintendo Switch. No, is that just me? <laughs> <laughs> it's a huge time for video games. You need somebody to tell you what's good, what's not so good, and what's amazing. I'm Jason Schreier. I'm Maddie Myers. And I'm Kirk Hamilton. We're the hosts of Triple Click, a video game podcast for anyone who likes games. Find us at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts. Bye. This episode of Troubled Waters is sponsored by HelloFresh. I love HelloFresh. They give you farm fresh, pre-portioned ingredients, seasonal recipes, and they deliver them right to your doorstep. You don't have to go to the grocery store. You don't If, if you have a, a recipe that calls for a teaspoon of sesame oil. You don't have to schlep to the grocery store and buy a giant bottle of sesame oil that just sits there in your pantry and makes you angry. No, you get, you get just the right amount of sesame oil or whatever it is that you're cooking with. HelloFresh makes home cooking easy and fun and affordable. That's why it's America's number one meal kit. I am a big, big fan of HelloFresh. Do you hear that? That was my stomach. That was my stomach making a noise at the mention there it goes again! Oh, mercy. All right, here's the thing. It's May gray. It's a little bit chilly. The The evenings get a little uh, little gray, a little, little nippy. It is Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month. This May is. And HelloFresh is celebrating with authentic recipes created in partnership with Chef Serbi Sani of New York City's Tagmo Restaurant. I mentioned this because there was uh, a ramen Last week? Yeah, I think it was last week. If, if there is nothing better on a chilly evening than a bowl of ramen. If you don't believe me, try it for yourself. I would never lie to you. HelloFresh gives you great ideas for cooking. And here's the thing. You do it for a few weeks. If you want to pause for a few weeks, kind of, you know, go go like free agent. Start uh, improvising on your own with the new stuff that, that you've learned how to do. You can do that. It's very easy. And then pick it up when you're ready. If you're hosting a little get-together... HelloFresh Market has appetizers and sides and snacks and all that stuff for your next gathering. It's not just meals. It's snacks, too. Yum. All right, here's the thing. Go to HelloFresh.com slash TroubledWaters16 
and use code TROUBLEDWATER16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That is HelloFresh.com slash TROUBLEDWATER16, code TROUBLEDWATER16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. I'm going to go make a meal now and eat it. You heard my stomach. Hello, and welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. With us are Matt McCarthy and Manolo Moreno. Our next round is called Mamma Mia. Here we something something. Uh, the American observance of uh, Mother's Day falls between when we record this and when we release it. Happy Mother's Day, Mom. Uh, unlike the British Mother's Day, which was uh, in March and will soon be outlawed by King's decree. Uh, in celebration of mothers everywhere or mother-like figures in your found families, we're going to play a series of songs with lyrics sung to or about mothers, but we've cut out a few key lines because you did not eat your vegetables. So we're going to play the clip. You will buzz in and try to fill in the gap for us as best you can. It doesn't have to be the right answer. It just has to be a good answer, which will be judged by me arbitrarily and capriciously. If you sing your answer, I might toss you a couple bonus points. We'll just have to see what happens. Okay, keep your buzz in words. Red to go. Number one. Willie. Yes. There'll be days like this. Yes. I said there'll be days like this. There'll be days like this. My mama said. Mama said. Mama said. Mm. Uh, Very good. Point to you. We're off and running. Uh, Number two. Let's hear it. Mama. Willie. (laughs) Life had just begun. Let's get another line. Why not? I'm enjoying My mic cut out. No. no. Oh, I didn't know if but I hit that high enough. We want to keep hearing no, it. No, you keep fucking going. crushed it. I want to hear the next line. Do the whole thing. <laughs> Your mic did cut out there, and that's made oh. for the best. But yeah, I'm giving you two points for that one. Uh, you got it when you sang it. Beautiful. That was, of course, Queen's Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, number three. Got a little motto. Always sees me. Mama, Willie. Willie. If you're good to mama, mama's good to you. Yep, that is correct. From the film adaptation of Chicago, Queen Latifah, when you're good to mama. Uh, okay, number four. That my mama made for me. Uh, Pete? Yeah? <laughs> um... A little bit of chicken and a bunch of sweet peas. <laughs> you know what? I would actually prefer that song. I'm giving you two points for that one. Unfortunately, it was Dolly Parton's Coat of Many Colors, my coat of many colors that my mama made for me. Which All I right. believe was turned into a made-for-TV movie. It absolutely was turned into a made-for-TV movie, making the fact that you didn't get it all the more embarrassing for you. <laughs> Uh, okay, number five, and I just really want the one line after this. So let's just play the beginning of this. Mother! <laughs> Willie. Yeah, Willie. Tell your children not to walk my way. Wow. Crooned that shit. Two points to you. That was, of course, Danzig in the classic Mother! Uh, number six. You might have a mom. Oh, yeah, cut out. Her love's to the end, she's my best friend. Uh, Pete? Yeah, no. 
who I'm also dating, so it's cool. We might get married. You know what? <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna give you a point for that one, even though it's absolutely nothing. I don't know my. Answer. I don't know music. No, that's okay. That's okay. Right. And even if you did know music, I, it would be a real bummer if you did know Megan Trainer. That was Megan <laughs> Trainer and her song "Mom," which is not her song "Mother," which she came out with because everyone's saying "Mother" in 2023, and she will just hop on whatever fucking trend suits her. Uh, a song called "Mom." You might have a mom. She might be the bomb, but ain't nobody got a mom like mine. Megan Trainer. Okay, I don't. I don't want to dwell on that any further. Let's move forward. I'm sorry, Mama. Willie. Ooh, yes. I didn't mean to make you cry. You know, here's the thing. Oh, no. I'm going to give you a point. I'm going to give you a point for spirit. (laughs) But it goes, I'm sorry, Mama. I never meant to hurt you. Then I never meant to make you cry. Mm -hmm. But tonight, I'm cleaning out my closet. That was Eminem. You just jumped ahead. You got excited. Eminem has that effect on people. That was, of course, Eminem cleaning out my closet. I do not miss Eminem being prominent in our culture. Uh, all right, finally, this one. Mama tried, mama tried, mama tried. Uh, Willie. Yes. To raise me better, but her pleading I denied. That wow, there's no wee. one to me to blame, but mama okay, tried. Stop. Uh, stop, stop, this is, uh, that's enough. Uh, okay, yes, that that was... Merle Haggard, Mama Tried. Mama Tried to Raise Me Better, but her pleading, I denied. Ooh-wee. I mean, that that last one, that was that was right in your strike zone, Matt, and mm-hmm. uh, honestly, Willie Nelson's as well. Um, Pete like Davidson did not help you in that round, uh, Manolo, but mm-hmm. uh, at the end of that one, Matt's got 15. Manolo's got seven. But listen, it's still, it's still anybody's game. It, the, all the marbles final round is coming up after this break on Troubled Waters. Trans representation in media is at an all-time high with trans entertainers gracing the screens large and small. But trans voices, especially black trans voices, are rarely centered in our own stories. That's why we bring you a new limited series called We See Each Other, the podcast, co-hosted by me, journalist, and better half of the Max Fun Podcast, Fanta, Travel Anderson, and me, award-winning journalist and media personality, Shar Jossel. All of it is based on my book, We See Each Other, A Black Trans Journey Through TV and Film, now listen, folks, we're having a very different kind of conversation. It's giving kitchen table talk. Mm-hmm. We get into the discourse, honey. Tune in to We See Each Other, the podcast at MaximumFun.org or wherever you get Slayworthy Audio. Welcome back to Troubled Waters. I am your host, Dave Holmes. Our players are Matt McCarthy and Manolo Moreno. It is now time for a game we are calling Game Show Doctor. One of our guests today, of course, is Manolo Moreno, who co-hosts Dr. Game Show right here on the Maximum Fun Network with the great Joe Firestone. It is the podcast where listeners send in games and they play them with callers via Zoom. Kind of tried to mimic that format for a game to play today, but uh, a little something got lost in translation. A bunch of game shows ended up writing in thinking they were actually asking an actual doctor for advice, like a Dr. Phil or a Dr. Uh, you know, Oz, somebody like that. Um but we can't leave these game shows hanging. So we're going to go ahead and ask you some of these questions and have you give these struggling game shows some advice. Manolo, you are our resident game show doctor and therefore expert. 
Uh, so I'm going to have you go first. This is a letter we got from a game show. <clears throat> dear game show doctor. This is dear Abby kind of a situation before a game show doctor. Okay. Every time my partners and I are getting on a roll, it feels like everything stops and some weird cartoon comes out, like maybe in like a biplane or on a jackhammer or, or dressed like boy George breakdancing, saying, saying whammy, giggling, walking across the frame. Now, I want to be respectful of boundaries, but it's really frustrating how often these whammies show up in my life. What should I do? Thanks. No luck pressing. Um, I would say instead of saying no whammies, you say, um, no cartoons, no cartoons, no cartoons. But also prior to that, maybe get a prescription for something that would remove the cartoons from your brain. Seven points. Seven. That's a seven point answer. Because you know what? Like, yeah, it's like by, by saying no whammies, it is as though it's like reverse psychology. You're like, you're like asking them to come on. But if it's no cartoons, mm-hmm. if it's a broader thing, if it's no cartoons, no cartoons, uh, it could be spirited away. Yes. It could be, you know, classic Bugs Bunny. It could be Establish, the Animaniacs. It could be anything. Establish boundaries within Establish yourself. boundaries. Establish boundaries within yourself. Great advice for anyone. Uh, Matt, this next one is for you. Dear Game Show Doctor, I just don't understand my family sometimes. Feels like we're all on the same page, and then someone will just say something completely out of left field and bizarre, but we all just have to stand around and applaud them and act like they said something good. Good answer, good answer, we say. What can I do to get my family to toe the line without causing a feud? Thanks. Pulled and puzzled. Uh, Your best bet is to... um... Put your arms around each other, but like not like a, a chorus kick line. Huddle up. Huddle up together and all agree on one answer. Oh, like at the end there. Like at the end there where it was just like That's right. one the, last chance. The, when finally everybody, when when they truly become a family unit instead of a group of shouting individuals. That's mm. right. In a line, having difficulty right. looking at each other. And then there's all, there's... There's that fifth person who's just like, and this is, uh, you know, Beth's friend or whatever. And it's like, right. they, don't, they, don't, they don't belong. But that, yeah, but that huddle, it feels good, doesn't it? It feels yeah. good. It feels good. I also like it when they have to do a little pose at the beginning. Like it's a family. Oh, my God. When, yeah, the family portrait up top. Oh, boy. Those those are a lot of fun. Those are a lot of fun. Uh, my, my favorite uh, family feud. But you get three points for that. Uh, my favorite family feud moment. Is uh, I I saw it. Uh, this goes back probably thirty years. The Ray Combs era. Uh, it was uh, it was the final round or whatever it is where they're isolated. And one of the one of the it was like you know a, a red fruit. Uh, you know something you do on Sunday. Uh, something you tell children not to play with. And uh, and the. The, the the people who seemed utterly no- completely normal up to this point. The the mother figure said witchcraft. <laughs> wow the fuck is going on with that family wow yeah uh okay my god all right i'm telling up the points okay listen listen nothing against pete davidson but i do feel like he's got decades more to delight us willie nelson has just turned 90 we got to appreciate him while we can and matt you you represented him beautifully 22 points to uh pete davidson 16 you are our winner. Congratulations. Congrats. I want to thank Willie Nelson. Hey. There you go. There you go. Two great American <laughs> icons. 
Like peanut butter uh, and jelly. Like peanut butter and jelly, they do taste good together to a point. Uh, okay, now it's time for plugs. Let us know what you're working on. And then to offset the ego karma, tell us about something someone else made that you want the whole wide world to know about. Manolo, we'll start with you. Um. Oh, well, okay. So you could go uh, follow my Instagram at Manolo something. And uh, I don't know, uh, every once in a while I'll put out a video. Right now I'm working on... Uh, I'm trying. Uh, uh, I'm finishing uh, the the climate change uh, special of Doctor Game Show. Um, you, my my girlfriend uh, made a puppet of me, and so I'm trying to implement it to all the videos and stuff. And turns oh, out awesome. it's a lot of hard work. So uh, it should be out by now. And then um, and then the uh, thing that someone else did is uh, there's this quarterly video premiere show slash party here in New York called Club Video, which is always a fun time to participate in and hang out in. What is it? It's a comedy show where comedians like make videos and then submit to it and then they play premiere it there so everyone gets to see everything for the first time and then hang out, get debaucherous, I guess. Videos Club Video. Two of my favorite things. Thank you, yeah. Matt McCarthy. How about you? Uh, everyone can follow me at McCarthy Redhead on all forms of social media. Um, you know, I'm most active on TikTok, showing off the uh, the video collection and uh, seeing what's on these tapes. Um, and the We Watch Wrestling podcast is every week on Wednesday, and Watch It with Matt Glennis is uh, every Friday. And I have uh, uh, comedy albums wherever you listen to music digitally. You can listen to my stand up. And, and I would encourage everyone to, uh, see Sarah Schaefer's, uh, new show going up. She, uh, I just saw her do, uh, uh, it at the Elysian theater. And I think she's going to Melbourne and it's, it's just a great, I, I don't, I think anybody would appreciate it, but it's, uh, particularly people in and around the comedy business and stand up would <laughs> particularly enjoy it. It's uh, it's really, really good. And it, it's, <laughs> I'm not joking around. I laughed. I cried. I thanked her so much for what a great show she put on. Yeah. She's something else. I yeah. love Sarah Schaefer. Just one of the greats. Awesome. Thank you. Matt McCarthy, Manola Moreno. Thank you for playing troubled waters. You there with the headphones. Yeah, you. Thank you for listening. We appreciate you. Don't you hate it when people say appreciate you? I do. See you next time on Troubled Waters. Bye-bye. You've been listening to Troubled Waters with me, Dave Holmes, playing where Matt McCarthy make a noise. What? Ah, Manolo Moreno. Uh. Uh, much more subdued noise. Uh, our theme music is USA versus White Noise by Ladytron. Thank you to them for letting us use it. The script was written by Riley Silverman and John Luke Roberts. Our producers are Christian Duenas and Laura Swisher. Bye! MaximumFun.org Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.